Yeah, we're starting a new vibe. Welcome to TBTFM. Yeah. The sweet sounds of Lo Yiso. Not Sam Smith? Serm Smith. Wow, Dan, that's really problematic. Yeah, yeah, so problematic. Um, um is, that, is that what we said? We're starting with that song. Okay, cool. I mean, that's cool. It's cool. It's a, it's a good song. It's a good song. Yeah. But uh, in reality, are you good to go? Sound of them. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Let me At this point, we're just mashing buttons. It's just, it's just a cacophony of, of button mashing. This is basically playing Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter when you're like 13 <laughs> and you're playing against someone much more experienced. But you still win. Or this is when you're playing... Phil is currently playing Tekken with Eddie. I <laughs> know. Uh, uh, actually, you you just touched Eddie Gudo, <laughs> fam. Ah uh, no, actually Lei Wu Long. Well, once I figured out Lei Wu Long and I could get him into, I can get him into the five the five martial arts moves. I I, I was unbeatable. Like especially like in Drunken Master mode. D- did you know how to get Lei Wu Long into Drunken fam, Master mode? You, no one is unbeatable. The other person just has to choose Eddie and then mash all the buttons. No, no, and no, you no. lose the, for Tekken three. The unbeatable person was Warang. Because Warang, yeah. you just you just hit X. No one could touch. Nobody could touch. Or you'd get King. Uh, but but with King, you'd have to know. Wait, you, you go back down. You needed to know his moves with you, King. But no, he was also... King had an unbeatable move where you go back down. And then you you press both kick buttons. And he just do like the sliding kick that you couldn't escape from. Like once he started connecting, like <laughs> he was just unbeatable. That's why in Tekken 4 and in Tekken Tag... <laughs> They had to overcorrect because I was bad. <laughs> All right, guys. Right. Welcome to another episode of Two Broke Twimbles. We are here. We are yeah. here. It's, it's your boy, Danny, that guy, a.k.a. Danos, the Mad Titan, a.k.a. Denford Wigmaraini, a.k.a. Denimbi. My life, your entertainment, a.k.a. I'm down with these streets. Put me in a ring with a famous rapper and let's see what we can do. Let's go. Let's go. One, two, one, two. AKA, I'm going to move anymore. I just realized that that reference could mean two things. A Zimbabwean rapper or a South African one. Yeah. Didn't think about it at the time. Mm. Yeah, I was about to, uh, because I thought about it. I was like, wait, wait what? Because the, other, the South Africa is not even a rapper. Casper's a rapper, guy. <laughs> Okay, if you say so. And is he was one and only the unmistakable, the irrefutable, the unquestionable, the don't doubt me, bull, the conquering all obstacles in my way, but Phil Child, aka Flip Loss, the big boss, baby, aka Vita P, aka Sexton Dunlovu, aka Filthy Phil, aka DJ McCartney, of course. Shabbat and dig it a drink, you shine, and dig it a drink, my wonder. How's it going, Vanessa? Do the serious, my dad. Do the serious. Let's enjoy it. 
Taken again. <laughs> Things are tough, guys, but uh, let's celebrate some Zimbabweans doing it big. I want to shout out a Zimbabwean who won a Grammy, Phil. Were you aware of the Zimbabwean? So uh, in the global music category, our favorite category that we spoke about last week, uh, we are aware that the winner was Angelique Kijo with her album, um, I think it was called Mother Nature. So when Angela Kija went up onto the stage, she was like, yo, I want to give a big shout out to the people that I've worked with. And she mentioned Yemi Alade, Burner Boy, Mr. Easy. Then she said, Shunguzo. Ah, okay, 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 okay. So shout out to Shunguzo. Uh, I think her name is Alex- Alexandra. Yeah, Alexandra Shunguzo Govere. She's Zimbabwean. Uh, she recently put out her own album, actually, which I thought was incredible. I really like that album. She does, you know, that whole eclectic like. Let song. Let me pull it up. But yeah, in the meantime, uh, she is one of the. She was one of the the contri- contributors on that uh, album. Okay. Um, ah, she was a big up, big up, sure. This article, where is it? What publication is this? This is Greedy you know? South. Shout out Once Greedy again, South. you know, he's just killing the. He's game. on on the pulse, finger on the pulse. He, he gives a shout out to Alexandra, uh, who was a writer, producer, engineer, and featured artist on the Grammy Award-winning album Mother Nature. So congratulations to Alexandra Shunguzogovere, who's a musician in her own right. Let me look for some of her music real quick. Shunguzo. Nah, that's not how you spell it, but it's found it. Spotify is so clever. Uh, let me look for her most recent album. I Am Not A Mother, that one. I'm not a mother, but I have children. Uh, 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 I can't remember which ones I liked, but I'm just going to pick. Title track surely must be good, right? Let's go with it. God, you did him, Dad. Wait, is my words, Dad? Is that my words, Jesus? I'm not a mother. Two Brock Dream was exclusive. What I wouldn't do for them. Imbe, Imbe, Mom Zimbe. Baby, the world we're fighting for oh. isn't for us. Hey, what's that? Isn't for sure. Hey. But I have chills. Hey. Wait, 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 wait. No, I now remember which song of hers was really popping. It's her song called It's a Good Day, parentheses, to fight the system. Oh, at this point, I'd like to reflect that Two Broke Trimbos does not support any fighting of any systems entrenched political powers. Thank you. Imagine, Shaku. I woke up feeling great. Hey. The birds are in the trees. They're singing me a melody. La 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 for the bullies My head is on straight My heart is in peace My soul is incredibly Ready to change your story It's a good day To fight the system To fight the system Hey Shout out to our Zimbabwean doing it big Alexandra Shunguzo Govere Also known by her Monica Shunguzo Grammy award winning I mean 
we discussed this before. Do, do the do the writers and producers on the best album also have a Grammy? I believe so. Wait, no, it was answered and uh, we forgot. <laughs> anyway, go back to the episode with Marlon Fuentes. He explains it in detail. Anyway, uh, she was on a Grammy award-winning album. That so. is what's up, man. That is what's up, man. We love it. We love it. We love it. Great. All right. Uh, shall we catch up on what we discussed last week? Uh, last week, we had a, a great episode, I think. It was lovely. Um, we spoke about... What did we talk about last week? Uh, many topics. We talked about the scammies. Oh, that was the name of the... the, the oh, did you see the DMs from the artist? Yes, yes, I saw. And <laughs> that's the way factual errors. You okay, un- wait, just, wait, 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 wait. Before, before we get there, we talked about the Grammys. That's not what I'm referring to as the scammies. Uh, we called it the scammies episode because we talked about the Grammys and there was a scam. So we're not saying the Grammys are a scam. We're, even are though, we? Are we? I good? mean, that's, that's debatable elsewhere, but that's not what I'm trying to say. We were just trying to say Grammys plus scam. It's a little bit on the nose, but you get it. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got some feedback. Thank you very much to everyone who got in touch, including the haters who were like, that was a dope episode. Thanks. Then um, we spoke about Drum Coon last week. Nah. And we played uh, a podcast that featured him. And did you? And we reached out to him via DM. Uh-huh. And he responded. And he responded with the same way. Before I come onto your podcast, please send me an essay. <laughs> and you know what then i had a few moments in the day i was like you you're know patient philip are you no, patient i was like you know what let me indulge him because i was enjoying it because do you know i did it uh-huh because he he folded like the same way he folded for the other podcast he folded here folded what do you mean okay let's let, let's go to the timeline mm-hmm. all right so we messaged drumco uh you know he responded was like yes thanks for the, thanks for the feature see. we would be keen to do a brief interview about your music we featured you on the podcast blah 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 blah, blah. He said, then his response is, two things before I say yebo or nay. One, explain what is sound and distinguish it from sound art and music. Do you have a fact checker for your podcast? And I mean, I was even insulted because as anyone who's ever listened to the podcast knows, we have a team of fact checkers. Do you know what? Basically, we should have named this podcast Epson because it's just full of facts. This is... Mm. Factuals, you know, we we had so many facts. No printer, all fa- mm. and and you know, as as you know, Phil as as Phil has mentioned, we have a team of fact checkers mm-hmm. that uh, clearly write everything before we go on air. Th- that's why we, we are literally reading from a script right now. That's why polished, clean whistle. While we're on the topic, Philip, I raised this idea last year, and you 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 dismissed it without thinking about it. I want us to create a section of the podcast that is scripted. And we hire a script writer. <laughs> and I just want, it's just a social experiment. <laughs> so it's like, all right, now we are getting into the scripted part of Two Broke Twimbos. Welcome. I'm telling you, it's going to become everyone's favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I indulged in that. I gave him very long answers. I didn't even Wikipedia. This is all from memory. You know, I think, I, I think this was a solid, a solid 88 out of 100. In terms of my answer, when he asked to explain twenty marks, I think I got like eighteen marks out of twenty. You know what he, I mean? He, he said, "Okay, so he says, what is sound and distinguish it from sound art and music?" What did you say? Uh, the responses are there. Like, yeah, I, please, I want you to read it in your intonation. You know, yeah. <clears throat> I was like, "Okay." Well, technically speaking, a sound is a vibration of air as perceived by our ears. I mean, duh. I mean, that's also factually incorrect because the perception actually is in the brain. 
than years. Just, but anyway, M- maybe that's why. That's why. <laughs> this this is why we need a fake check. And I'm like, music is a production of sounds and a pattern. Okay, and art is whatever medium. Af- Wait, are you calling him? No, I might be mistaken. Oh no, Dad, why are you calling? <laughs> hmm? It was an accident. <laughs> We've lost our negotiating power. Dan just butt dialed him. <laughs> oh, Danny. Oh. oh, Danny. Anyway, yeah, so I explained. We're in entertainment broadcast. We do not have a fact checker, nor do we try to engage in topics that would require one. If you get a chance, please listen to the episode, blah, 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 blah. He goes like, I listened to your podcast, but there were many. No, sorry. There were some factual inaccuracies. If you want my interview, get a fact checker. And I'll be happy to do it. Facts are essential. True that, brother. True that. P.S. You did not distinguish sound art in your answer. Ooh. When you have time, you are most welcome to watch this video in which I explain in great detail about my story regarding music. There's a YouTube link to this documentary. And then listen to the YouTube video. And if you do, I will consider an interview. I will with consider. You. Not you'll get an interview. If you li- I will consider it. I admire what you're doing. Thank you, Drumcoon. Uh, I don't know if you're going to listen to this episode, if you've subscribed. We appreciate it. Um, listen, buddy, we just want to hear your story, bro. I mean, it's good to value yourself, guys. You know that. It's good. They say, they say, know your worth and then add tax. Do you know when I read it? I read it on that chalkboard that's always on Enterprise Road outside Scotchcut. It's good. Know your worth? I, I, think, I think he's just doing it. That's part of his troll. I think he's just trolling. I don't think so. I think he's just trolling. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, yeah, I mean, if you want to holler, holler at us, man. Um, we're not going to jump around hoops to get you on the podcast. Um, yeah. So, uh, Phil, you wanted us to do a, a gagaga. I mean, a Corona watch this week. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hey, listeners, please it's been stay a while. with us. It's been a while, but here we go. Guys, I know you've missed her. She's back. BA2 in the building tonight. Um, so COVID is wilding again, but at this point, no one cares. So <laughs> I did not get uh, people are like, if you die, we die. Screw this. This isn't life. I swear someone told me that they've got COVID. And then I saw them at work. I was like, did you not say you have COVID? It's like, no, it turns out I don't. Did you get tested? No, I don't have COVID. It's cool. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, make that what you will. I don't know, but people don't seem to care about it anymore. However, there has been a new variant of COVID disca- discovered. Are you talking about the one in Botswana? Which one is this? Tell us more, Dan. The one in Botswana is a, a variant of Omicron. It's called BA4, and apparently there's also BA5. Oh, uh, I'm still on BA2, man. <laughs> I haven't even caught up. Yo! <laughs> is BA2 the one that's hitting American and Congress? China, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're still on BA2. <laughs> Niggas on BA4 already? Yo! Imagine if COVID becomes like license plates. This so is, we're starting. This AB, is like F, the Fast and Furious. Which one, which one are we on now? We're in the Fast and Furious of, of, of pandemics, bro. Bro, we're hitting. 
COVID, Tokyo Drift, that was happening now. <laughs> That's racist, Dan. That's extremely racist and problematic. First of all, Tokyo is Japan, Philip, not China. It's extremely racist. <laughs> so this is a COVID Omicron Tokyo Drift that's currently... <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. That's, that's the version of COVID we're on right now. Look, at this point, just get vaccinated. And uh, my brother flew in. Um, apparently flying into Zim, you don't need a PCR test anymore as long no, as you have a vaccination. Yeah, yeah, we, we discussed that, yes. Yeah, so it's, it's lovely, it's lovely. Anyway, I mean... And I'm sure, as I'm sure you, you saw on social media, flying into the airport has now been a seamless experience. There's no power outages no, at night. Everything's great. I've never seen... Dude, that airport is the most depressing thing I've ever seen in my life. I, I don't know. It sounds to me like you're trashing our country on an international platform, Philip. Are you sure that's what you want to say? Who said we're international? All right. Tapeza COVID, Philip. There's some there's some important things we need to talk about. Let's do it. Let's let's tackle the hold on. Yeah. So this past weekend, there were a bunch of events happening. Uh, the dope party happened in Harare and Bulawayo. Uh, in Harare, it was HICC. Uh, main act was Focalistic. There was also Winky D. It was a big party. How are these things happening? I have no idea. I'm so watched. <laughs> no, but <laughs> yeah. no, no, these past few weekends have been really tired. You know, I was actually quite surprised because I didn't know. My, I only knew about it because they were advertising on the radio station. But I didn't really see much of it everywhere. So I was like, mm, this, this isn't going to be successful. But judging from the videos, the place was packed. Um, it's Foka. And, and Where did we go? Tickets were expensive. We could have if we wanted because um, MCing was Norma. So Norma kept on saying, Dan, do you want a ticket? I was like, yeah, why don't we go? Just put aside. I'll let you know. And then I forgot to talk to her afterwards. Anyway, so did you see Focalistic posted on his Instagram? He was holding a wad of $100 bills. And he was like, I just got tipped 4,000 US dollars in Zoom. Mm. So apparently it was some lady, according to what I heard reports from the scene, some lady was like, please, oh my God, oh yes. And then she tipped him four grand US. The problem is thieves <laughs> don't know how to steal quietly. The problem. Anyway, so focalistic happened. At the same time, Costa Titch was at Karma. Um, again, I heard that was pretty successful as well. Um, Costa Titch was supposed to be here a couple of weeks ago, but apparently... And Zanga, and the passport had expired. I mean, what did happen? It was just somewhere. So like, no, no, hold it. Just postpone by a few weeks. We'll come again. Anyway, and then he came. And uh, apparently it was also successful. I don't know. I wasn't there. I was uh, in my room, uh, in my house, watching Abbott Elementary. Anyway, the point is, these two events happened, which would be a great talking point. But at HICC, at the Doe Party, after Vocalistic had performed, it's now 2 a.m., um, Desmond Chidem. Dan, I thought the curfew was midnight. No, no, no. Curfew has been scrapped in Zim. No. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no more curfew. We're good. Mm. Um, I don't know if that's true, but I think so. <laughs> I'm. I think so. Anyway, uh, Eben Groove's musician. Oh, he's gonna hate that. Desmond Chidemi, aka Stana. Um, I don't know if we want to claim it, but friend of the show. Ah. Uh, uh, so this is what happened. Nice. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try to be as factual as possible without 
going to the realm of conjecture, and where there's conjecture, I'll try and label it so. What happened was, a video started circulating of Stunner walking out of court. This happened yesterday. Um, We're recording this on Wednesday. This happened on Tuesday. It turns out, people did some digging. He was in court for allegedly assaulting his wife. And then it seems videos started coming out after this. Uh, I could be wrong on the timeline, but that's how I saw it. I saw the court thing first, and then videos came out. So we, the, I only saw the one video, which was the worst video I've ever seen. Yeah. That, <laughs> yes. Okay. So there were several videos, Wait. but none of them actually show anything. What they show Except, is... Oh, they show is jazz hands. Like, yes. Like, they when Stunner is really upset, he's really jazz handsy. So Stunner was visibly... He was frothing at the mouth, basically. And, and he was very some, Someone cussed him out. <laughs> Then he steps. <laughs> That's not it's irrelevant, Philip. So he's no, he, okay, no, but I'm sorry, Dad. But not to make light of the situation, because it's a very serious situation. Stand up, dude. Fam, what did he think was gonna happen? Okay, let's say okay, let's say you see something again, and obviously, maybe you don't want to be violent because a, you know what, but you need to stop it. So you cuss him out, right? Mm. And then Stan approaches you. <laughs> Like what, <laughs> fam? On both sides, like what do you think happen? Fam, I wish I know, like, no, not him specifically, but I wish anyone who I call out for doing some BS tries to step to me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so dope party happened on set on Saturday night. Allegedly, what happened was afterwards there was some dispute over Dion. Dion is Stunner's wife. By the way, Stana's wife is 23 years old. Stana is 41. We can discuss that a bit le- more later on. But well, We discussed it when they started dating and we're like, this is foul. Um, he, he, there was some dispute over their phone. The rest, of, what I'm going to share now, that is part of what's conjecture because there's no hard evidence. But from what people say, apparently Stana was very upset over what Dion, or what he saw or what happened with Dion's phone. So he was trying to reach for her phone. And she was refusing to give him. Um, in fact, I believe they were staying at the hotel after the performance. She went out of the hotel room. He followed her or something along those lines. Grabbed for the phone. In the process, apparently ripped out her nails and stuff like that. Um, yeah. These are all allegations we haven't seen, but that's what people are saying. No, but According it, to what we have allegations, seen. Allegations, it was also in court. That's what, uh, that's what he was charged with in court. Yes, that's what he's charged with. What the video that we saw shows us is what looks like Dion getting up from the ground. Stana standing close to her and shouting, swearing, um, expletives just streaming out of his mouth and people filming him. I don't know why he didn't expect to be filmed. There was another video I saw of, I think, bouncers or whatever trying to push Stana out, like trying to like grab, like Stana Sadaro, Stana Sadaro, and they were trying to hold him and grab him. And um, he was basically saying the truth of the matter is or something like that. I'm sure he was inebriated or whatever the case is. So here's the situation, right? Um, apparently it's in court. We're going to wait to hear more details. Um, he is alleged to have slapped her several times while demanding that she hands over the cell phone. Uh, Dion apparently took the matter to court. I mean, to the police. He was called into court to answer for it. And he's currently on trial. He did, however, post that he's going to be at a show in South Africa, which I'm quite surprised because when you're on trial, are you allowed to travel? 
I don't know. Let's well, see if well, that's if the, Yeah, well, if you're charged, you do have to send your passport. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the situation. So the truth of the matter is, at this very moment, we don't know for sure whether he did or he didn't, but it doesn't look good. So I'm not going to talk too much about um, assaulting his wife. I think for those longtime listeners of this podcast, you'll know how we'll feel about that. At the same time, we don't know for sure if he did or he didn't, so I'm not going to speak about it. But it did resurrect the conversation about him and his wife and their age difference. Now, they've been married for a while. Um, she's 23. He's 41. Before they were married, they had dated for a while, including apparently while or allegedly while he was still with Olinda. Which means mid-30s Stana was dating. Teenager. Let's be gracious and say 18. Teenager. Because I don't want to accuse someone of... Mm. No, it still wouldn't be a crime, would it? It's not a crime. People, people, were, people were doing math and they were saying that, mm, does that mean? Does this mean he started dating her when she was 17? Isn't the age of consent is about 16, isn't it? Yeah, I believe so. It's Yeah, it's not illegal. It's creepy. It's extremely creepy. Now, we've discussed this on the podcast again before. So, um, there's no... I, I'm sorry, I can't... Exp- accept any explanation but at the same time i can't expect that my morality or my views or my ethics must apply to everyone so fine you know people can have different views on this legal we've discussed what's legal and what's not legal but surely a man in his 30s kid i mean can't be dating a teenager what the heck but Mm -hmm. fine they got married it is what it is and now this is what's going on i have two big complaints number one I want to sh- let me show you, Philip. Currently, Dan has opened a new tab in his browser, and he's he skipped past Pornhub and he's got opened. Please read that headline in H Metro. No, I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. No, nope, I will not be doing that. The headline in H Metro over the story is "Stana Stun's wife bashes her over phone." Do you know when I read this? It just the power was just I, like it just felt so frustrating. Because you just know that in a newsroom somewhere, someone was like, yeah, that's excellent wordplay. Well done. <laughs> are you kidding me? Are you, are you guys kidding me? I, I don't even know where to begin on how. It's not even funny, first of all. It's a terrible joke or pun or I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Firstly. Secondly, how can you make such a light headline over the... Really, guys? The secondly, the second thing that upsets me and it's kind of related to this is um, that we got to hear both sides, people. Now, I am one of those people who doesn't want to talk too much until uh, as much information out as possible is out. So I understand saying, hey, I'm not going to make too many comments until there's more information. Great. The people who are, but what did she say first? What did she do for him to get that angry? Those are the people that, and it normally starts with, I don't condone beating women, but what did she do? What had she done? Do you not realize what you're saying? There's two separate discussions here. Number one, assaulting your wife or assaulting a woman. And number two, Perhaps she, perhaps she did something say, shady or she said something shady and whatever. Those two should not be related. Mm-hmm. 
So the fact that you say, but what did she do? That's justifying. But anyway, I think most people listening to this podcast already know this. It's just the two things that really annoyed me about, about the, the noise surrounding the story. Yeah, I, I honestly don't know what to say. I'm just, <laughs> you know, you know, there there are times when like you want to defend men, like when you on the timeline and you see like just a, a bunch of birds tweeting nonsense. Then, you, then things happen. You're like, you know what? Psh, sometimes you know they they're right. You know, it just uh, yeah. I think yeah. The the thing that's that is not conjecture is the way he's operated after this. Mm-hmm. So there's two scenarios here. Let's say you let's say you're innocent. Let's say let's let's say that video she slipped. She fell. Maybe you grabbed the phone and she fell over. Or you like you reached for the phone and she fell over. And then we just saw her laying on the ground, right? Let's let's say that's a hypothetical. And you're upset, you're angry, you know you're innocent, but um, you're gonna get your chance to prove it in court, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. That's very generous of you, Phil. But yes, let's say that. Um, that's hypothetical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How any person or for someone who's been in the public eye as long as Dana, I would expect you to understand and have some decorum and be like, you know what, guys, I'm gonna lay low. I'm not gonna say none. It's gonna be handled in court, or just release a statement and then move on. But statement doesn't even have to be. Statement can be. I am aware that there's a video that looks bad. For those of you who are my fans, I want to assure you that I would never do that. There are some details that are currently not privy to the public. The issue is in court. I'll share more information when it goes to court. Something like that. that and that's best case. Scenario. That's assuming you didn't do anything. Yeah. But so now let's now look at what he's actually doing. Defiant, cocky, and disabling comments on his, his post because he knows that he's going to get he's going to get um comment bombed. I'm just like <sighs> like that alone just that. I don't even like we're not not even considering the allegations. Just that behavior alone. That's what I'm just like, yo man, that's just foul. Yeah. Anyway, we shall uh appraise you of the situation and of course, I'm I'm sure by the time this episode comes out there'll be more information and uh perhaps things will be clearer. Um yeah, but it goes without saying, strongly condemn anyone who thinks that violence is a way to deal with your spouse. So, mm. uh, What about violence when trying to make a terrible marketing gimmick? Ah, <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't even see the connection. What a segue. All right. I gave you a nice segue and you yeah, just fumbled it. Philip, I've had a, I've had a very rough Wait, day. why does Knock Music have a belt? A belt for what? So this past what, weekend. What, what title is this? The, Pope, the Popeye weight class? What is this? Celebrity boxing matches happened in South Africa. A celebrity boxing match, if you will remember. <laughs> no, there were two. And Casper's coach got beaten, then Casper got beaten. I mean, Casper getting beaten is not a fair statement. I mean, come on. So it was Casper in your vest versus Knock Music. Um, they've been going, they've been to, going to, at each other for a while fair, now. To be fair, there, there were no winners in that, <laughs> including the the audience. There were no winners. <laughs> Can we just say this was a the production value was a lot better than the last time Casper was at a boxing match? They couldn't get worse. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it could have gone worse. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, so uh, Nak Music and Casper Nuvest had their boxing match to settle their differences since they've been beefing for a minute. Um, according to the judges, at the end of the boxing match, a Nak Music won. It's Nak, not Nak. Nak, Nak Music. <laughs> Nak Music, Nick Nak Paddywhack Music. Um, but I mean, I didn't watch. Obviously, I didn't. Uh, shout out to y'all who watched it. I didn't. Um, people think Casper's a marketing genius. What do you think? I can't deny it. I can't, I can't deny the fact that um, he, he generated interest. I can't deny he had viewers. I can't deny that he dominated the timeline. That I can't deny. These two fights have definitely generated interest. And they've definitely generated interest in boxing in South Africa. So on that front, I got to give him his props. And oh, I finally figured out what Biliato is. It's a gin. Ah. So, or is in the drink. Or is in the actual liquid inside yeah. there. Okay. Because right. I, I, fam, everyone I asked didn't know. And it's not, it's not on any packaging or marketing material. Because just, like sometimes, sometimes it'll be in a scotch glass. Sometimes it'll be. <laughs> in a, in a, is it clear? In a shandy glass. They always have it in the <laughs> mid. No one knew. <laughs> well, you know. Marketing genius, I guess. Yeah. yeah because yeah. now you ask. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what Phil says is absolutely true. Like a lot of people were watching it. So I guess, you know, and I saw I saw, I saw, saw people commenting about how this is resurrecting the sport of boxing and stuff like that. And I was like, okay. Well, it's generating interest. I, I, I can't deny that. Mm. Mm-hmm. So shout out to him for doing that. Um, I would be keen to see numbers. Did we get numbers of how many people watched? Uh, well, this it was on DSTV, so they'll be you're not going to get those numbers. Yeah. Anyway, well, so that happened this past weekend, and uh, I didn't watch. I did see some highlights all on the Twitters and stuff, but uh, eh, you know, let's do some Gaga topics, Philip. Some some quick uh, quick responses there's, to some things. There's a lot. There's actually a lot of topics, and I don't know why you're rushing to. No, no. Uh, I mean, most of these topics are Gaga. Even the ones we've discussed, our responses have been very Gaga. So, um, I think we do need to discuss. What's going on with Shoma Josie? What is going on with Shoma Josie? Because outside of, of this story, I I think it's fair to say the momentum she generated with uh, John Cena has not been sustained. It has not. And there have been concerns in the industry. Obviously, I don't know if you saw last month, she came out and she said her management team were actively sabotaging her and she's now found a new team. So there's been that. And I don't know. Are you familiar with World? He's a pretty, he's a pretty popular um, Afrobeats act. He's been doing his thing for quite some time. Um, very popular overseas. Very popular in America. World with a U. Mm. Where is he originally from? He's from Nigeria. Nigeria. He's in Nigeria, went to America, then came back. I think he's actually based in America, to, to, to be fair. Um, so World just dropped his album, and he was on Beat 99 FM in nigeria and in this interview he dropped these bombshells so i i, I chopped it up because I, I had time mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but this is this is what he shared on his interview i'm gonna have to take some majority of that oh wow yeah, it's already done so wow, in two wow. days i'm gonna have to take it yeah yeah so you guys gonna hear shine with yeah um Oh, by the way, guys, that's not me um, at high volume. For some reason, Beat 99 FM just turned all their mic levels to maximum and continue to go. Do you think like the music is also at max? 
So everything just clips <laughs> like when you're in the station. I, I'm sure it's just the, the the mics because it makes you sound stronger. Does it really do it? Godwin, is that you? It's, it's necessary. Like, I feel like we artists, a lot of artists forget the human side. We gotta stay human. Mm. Like, I'm I'm the most realest person like you'd ever meet. Like, I just came here to just great, create great music. And when I put Shuma Josie on this album, I was like, yo, you know, she was going through a lot at the time and I felt like, yo, you know, she's like, yo, I'm like, I got you. I'm going to come help you with your project. I'm going to help you write songs. Mm-hmm. And I think when the album came out, she really, really fronted on it and didn't post it. And when she ended up posting the, the song, she posted a version with Hennessy commercial with a different verse completely. And she did not acknowledge the song and nothing at all. It was totally different from the song that we put out. And I'm like, yo, why are you fronting on me? I actually came all the way to South Africa to, to support you. I don't get in the studio with everybody. I came to write songs for you. I came to support you. Me putting your shine, I had a full record. I took my second verse out. The world's going to get to hear the second verse in a few days. You know, but I'm like, I came with love and support. Don't front of me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's really disheartening. Don't front of me. Like, I I came out Why of like, front my of me, space. Man, come like, on. I, I'm, um, I know my value. I don't boast about my value online, but I know my value. That's why I stay. Don't front word, bro. Did you see there was a lot of, uh, she's been in the news a lot um, because she mentioned about how she's struggling after her sister's death. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know if this is related in any way, but it is something that is in the news about her. So, you know, maybe, uh, because it seems like his big problem was that she didn't promote the song. No, he said, and also when she posted about it, she posted the wrong song. Yeah, so I mean, it's mostly about, about but, promoting it. So even within that, from, from what he's saying, and to get to this point, because Dan, you and I know of industry beefs, right? You and I know of when, 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 when this, this type of thing happens, where like when an artist works with another artist and that one artist has airs and graces about them. It's bad vibes, bad energy, but the work still needs to get done, right? So they, they swallow it, the, the stuff gets done. And if they rant and rave, they'll rant and rave behind closed doors. But on on, on, on the air, the generic stuff, yeah, good vibes, new song, GGG, whatever, you know what I mean? People are different though. You know? yeah, but yeah, but let's, my assumption would be, considering the fact that world's been around for so long, I do not, I have not ever heard, I could be, I, I might have missed it, but I have never heard world publicly call out someone like this. So to get to this level, I'm just like, wow. That, that's what took me. It was like, wow. How how bad did things have to get for this? Because if, as far as I understood, there was a writing camp that World had in Cape Town, where that show was also part of. So to get to the point where you can't even have the conversation behind closed doors, like, yo, sure, please take that down, post this. Yo, sure, what's going on? You're not, you're not supporting. What's going on? You know what I mean? I think it shows a level of frustration or maybe maybe they haven't had that conversation. But to me, it was just like, considering everything else that's going on, it was very concerning. So Shaw says, she recently went on a social media. She's been quiet for a long while on socials. She said, thank you to everyone that has been checking on me. I was dealing with hurt and confusion. I discovered two people on my team trying to steal, which led me to discover all sorts of dodgy things they had been doing to block my opportunities for more than a year. Um, And then there was... 
uh, there was a, a press release from. Yeah. So that, that that came out about two weeks ago yeah, from Greg. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, look, maybe she's also going through some stuff and has not handled herself the best way. But again, I don't know what type of person she is. She just seems very bubbly and nice and kind and fun in her music. But in terms of her real life, I don't know. Mm. Oh, well. Speaking of uh, South African beefs. Oh, wait. wait did, okay, no. Start, I, was, I wanted to bring it up before I forgot. Did you see AKA getting his sneakers stolen? and then, and then the <laughs> I saw that. But I was going to talk about uh, Poppy Cooper and Pearl Tusi. <laughs> did you see what happened? Long story short, Poppy Cooper posted, book me a beg. With, you know, those those big eye emojis. So basically she was begging, yo, I'm a DJ, book me. Pearl Tusi comments in her in her Instagram comments with laugh emojis. Mm-hmm. So she starts getting roasted, as Pearl Tusi is wont to do. Um, so wait, Pearl Tusi is getting roasted? She's getting roasted. In the comments and on Twitter, Pearl Tusi is such bad vibes. Here's someone who's looking for, you know, help in the industry, who's asking, please book me. And someone is laughing at them. Pearl Tusi is just trash. So Pertusi comes on and she posts up a video and she says, yo, I genuinely thought that she was flexing because she's one of the most booked DJs right now, Pabi Cooper. So her asking to be booked is like a flex because she's already fully booked. That's what I thought was happening. I thought it was a funny flex. I put laugh emojis and you guys are just taking this too far. Then everyone was like, okay, but I didn't hear an apology. I'm just like, I'm, I'm beginning to feel sorry for Pearl Tusi, no. yo. Pearl Tusi. Fam, Dan, um, you guys are we, making no, me feel no, sorry Dan, for Paul Tusi. Dan, we've discussed this before. The problem is, and we've said it, when it's your day and your movie is the is on the main screen on the timeline, what you need to do is enter the audience, right? Watch the movie play out. Let a few movies get onto circuit and then you can come back onto the scene. The problem with Paul Tusi is, She's never not been on screen. Mm. So people are like this. She'll be getting called out for Jun Jagetwa <laughs> last week. And to be fair, I mean, she has a lot of very funny opinions and thoughts and whatever. Some of them are like, mm, Pearl, I don't know. But other times, I, this is why I think... <laughs> If you're a big wait, celebrity, just, no, hold on, no, no, Dan, you can't show me this. Right you're a wait, big celebrity. Wait, wait did Ari just... Lennox think that was Mac G? No, I don't. Or know. Or does she think all South African men are Smeg? No, his name is Mister Smeg. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's her roasting him. But why, why, why is she? No, but the second sentence is why? Why would you say that unless there's no, like, unless she's confusing him with someone else? Why would you say someone's entire existence maybe is Maybe she went through his timeline. Because his timeline is kind of... Not, oh, is it? Sorry, Phil is referring or maybe, to... Or maybe, she, maybe she had like, like a terrible flashback to a smegma experience. <laughs> <And she's> like, <laughs> <laughs> maybe she just read it as Mr. Smegma. <laughs> <laughs> not you, Smegma, not again! No! You got me once, you'll never get me again! <laughs> Phil is referring to a tweet by Ari Lennox. Uh, when was this? Mr. Smeg, Mr. Smeg gets Ari Lennox. Hey, you're beautiful. I love your music when you come to South Africa. She says, no thanks, Smeg. My entire existence is nauseating. I don't know. I just saw it and I just showed you. I'm, that's not even worth talking <laughs> How about. How do you even find this? <laughs> it was over. It was in the, it was in the, in the times. Like, <laughs> it was, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so yes, please tell me, tell me the AKA story. There's nothing much to say. AKA was performing in Malawi. 
Mm-hmm. My man's was clearly was clearly loose of that goose, or rather, um, cruising on the cruise. You know, you see what I did there? You see what I did there? Nice. Well done. Because mm-hmm. um, he, he looked like he was out of it. I think he tried a stage dive or crowd surf, and it went wrong. And instead of crowd surfing, they just started running his pockets. <laughs> and then he, his security are trying to carry him back onto stage. <laughs> but he's so out of it. And they, he's already missing a shoe. And then when he gets on stage, you see the other per, the person grabbing the other shoe. And the funny thing is, when I saw that, I was wearing the exact same pair of shoes <laughs> on that Saturday. So I uh, I don't know if, I don't know if it's public knowledge that he's back, but one of our friends we went to link up with was like, hey, aren't those the shoes that got stolen by Iggy? That's what I was about. That's the other one who stole them. Yeah, ah, dude, uh, Jordans by any means. So, um, you may have heard that Ti has gotten into comedy. I bring it up. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, it was t- brought up in our patrons group. We discussed it a little brought, bit. First. It came up a while ago. Like he was beefing with Godfrey and then they squashed the beef and then he started beefing with Godfrey again because he he, he went on stage after Godfrey. Um, yes, T.I. Wamnozira, Mr. Clifford Harris. Clifford Harris, Mr. What you know about that? What you know about? My man's has got... Why do the, all the problematic... My man's got hit. You can have whatever you like. Uh, stacks on deck, Patron on ice. Big things popping. Anyway, my man has decided that he wants to expand his career in entertainment and become a comedian. Mm. You may have seen this being spoken about. Hey, we support people who want to do things. Great. I mean, yeah, expand your rights. Especially if you're at the pinnacle in one element of your career and you try to start something else, you're going to be starting from the bottom. You're going to be a nobody. You're going to be, you know, but I mean, Tia's not exactly a nobody, but... He is uh, struggling with the comedy thing, eh? Mm. Um, so Phil mentioned his beef with uh, Godfrey, and then he had beef with uh, another comedian. I think Lauren Knight is her name. Mm. Is that correct? Lauren, yes, Lauren Knight. Um, it's a back and forth way. Apparently, she was heckling. I mean, he was heckling her while she was on stage, and then she made a reference to his allegations of sexual assault, and then he went on stage and was went in this like deranged rant about it. it hasn't been proven you can't talk about things if they're not proven blah 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 and then um yeah so that this was sounds like news. a great comedy show this sounds like value for money like i would <laughs> love to be in the audience while this is going on not a laugh was heard nearly <laughs> a laugh was heard that night but then again um ti was performing at the barclays center this past saturday apparently a lot of people were there because twitter was full of people posting clips or saying things like I've been at this TI show for 30 minutes. I haven't laughed once, which is kind of rough. And then people were like, you paid money to go see a TI comedy show. What's <laughs> and it's kind of sad because people are already coming from that angle. So even if he is a little funny, we have no need no, to laugh out of I think I think TI has gone about this in, a, in the very wrong way. and he, he hasn't been respectful about it. Um, so in comedic circles, for example, the beef is... Godfrey has been on the scene for well over two decades, right? Godfrey is a headline act. He's paid his dues. If he's headlining a show, you don't go on after the headliner because you might be T.I., the musician in music, but when it comes to comedy, you're a newbie. So that's like any other comedian that just started comedy six months ago saying, nah, Godfrey, I got 10 million followers on Instagram for whatever reason. I'm coming on after you. Right, so mm. that's what the beef he had. The other thing is, why on earth 
if you just started doing comedy, would you be performing at the Barclays Center? Trevor Noah works out at the Comedy Cellar. That's where you should be. The Comedy Cellar. In the afternoon. Do you, do you want to do you want to hear his set? Oh. Let's 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 see what he has talking about. Let's see let's let's, let's see what he, what he's bringing to the table. I'm just going to get right into it. But I've learned so much in these 12 weeks, man. I've learned there's a lot of camaraderie Wait, in the world. Hold on, so he's been doing comedy 12 weeks. Yep. 3 months. First trimester. There's a lot of growth, a lot to learn, but not a lot of money for a new comedian. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I never knew, you know, it was, you know, tight like that. You know? But I, I see now that what we need is I know that's a right, union. man. We need a union. Us comics, we need teamsters. We have demand. And as much support as people like Rip and other veterans have been giving me, man, you wouldn't believe it. You know, some comics are upset that I'm up here. They don't think that I'm up here. They don't think I should be here. They don't think I've earned the right. They don't think I paid my dues. Nigga, what dues, nigga? And pay them to who? You don't even have a union. I'm trying to help you out, nigga. Now, I'm here to tell you one thing, and I'm going to say this with a clear conscience and a pure heart. Mm. Fame sucks Okay Enjoy your anonymity as long as you can Okay uh, Yeah what, what's your name baby Oh my god Yeah. Okay anonymity That is the act of being another okay? <laughs> Thank you so much for raising your hand So many <laughs> want to know what the word means You the only one to raise your hand Yeah, that's thanks to be a dictionary And I'm going to tell you why I say that No, no, this is too good, this is good, this is good You got to keep it going No, no, keep going, keep going Can you hear the booze? Just imagine, I'm going to give you some This is like watching the slowest car crash ever I'm going to give you some advice No, but Phil, I don't think you're getting it He said, enjoy your anonymity And then he asks a woman, what's your name In front of thousands of people She's already dis... He uh, just said, so now he's now he's removed the and you guys are you guys aren't getting it. There's it's levels four, to this, man. It's four D chess, yo. It's four D chess. <laughs> if you see your favorite mother uh, celebrity, do yourself, do me, and the celebrity a favor. Before you go approach these people, think about what the you gonna say. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm gonna tell you what happens. Imagine me sitting down with my family. This sounds like a really bad part. Put a first shot of tequila today. You know what I'm saying? And I see a motherfucker in my periphery <laughs> doing like this. Is that you? Why, yes, nigga, I guess it is. That is so bad. <laughs> and a motherfucker would want to take a picture and say shit like, nigga, I got to take a picture. Ain't nobody going to believe me. Well, you should stop lying so motherfucking much, nigga. That ain't my motherfucking fault. That's <laughs> so not true. I'm going to tell you another thing. To be honest with you. Ah, they be lying. <laughs> Yo, people do be lying, well, though. The kids obviously don't know who the I am. I got one. His name's King. I put up motherfucking college fund money for Major. I had to put up bond money for King. I'm really worried about this nigga. You dig what I'm saying? You dig what I'm saying? I'm saying. Please don't name your son King because this 
don't work out with. Don't name your son king. Because what if he's not a king? At this point, the only thing that could save Tia was this. All you had to do was just like drop the beat, DJ, and then just do a performance. Dan, did you think 20 years ago when this song dropped <laughs> and we were vibing to this that <laughs> this is where we'd be? So, a conversation we had in the, in the patrons group. People were clowning T.I. Well deserved. If you, I mean, if you got to put yourself out there and you suck, you get clowned. It is what it is. But it doesn't mean he shouldn't try, right? All comedians bomb at first. Yeah. You got to learn how to control the crowd, which jokes yeah. land. Which but is why you shouldn't do it at the freaking Barclays Center. It's that same conversation that we had a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember if we discussed it on the podcast or not. Where Dan and I had a conversation and we're like, yo. And we're reminiscing on all the, the things we've done. All the events we've been part of. And all the, 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 the learning experiences. You know, the trials by fire. And there was, those were relatively small events. You know what I mean? So when we messed up, we messed up for a small group of people. And we got, we've now gotten to a stage where we can do things at a bigger scale. And because we've, we've learned how to handle things, we're able to navigate the situation better. I think T.I. has a certain level of hubris that, or lack of humility that, yo, I'm T.I. And granted, he, he is the original trap music. At, at a point in time, he definitely ran hip hop. But you don't run comedy. So if the legends of comedy spend years crafting their material just for an hour, why would you feel that after three months you could do the Barclay? And keep in mind, like New York audiences. But to be fair, Phil. New York audiences aren't like performing in being. To be fair, it's not that the comedians don't want to go to the Barclay Center. It's because they can't. So if you can. No, but. That's part of paying your dues. Yeah. That, so, the perfect analogy of this, and it's a discussion we've been having in, in, in a couple of groups and, and a couple of things that I'm facilitating, is with the music industry, right? So, the music industry in the past few years, particularly, I'm not going to mention labels, but they've the A and R departments have pretty much just been monitoring who's big on TikTok, right? Mm-hmm. But when they sign these acts, they don't stop and think, wait a minute, okay, this artist has a viral song on TikTok. Do they have a follow up song? How many songs have they recorded? Can they do a live set? Can they perform? Can they handle themselves? Can they, can they manage a touring cycle? Can they speak to press? These are all important things when dealing with an artist, right? So in the same breath, just because you're good at one thing doesn't mean you're good at another. Mm. And that's the issue that, T, that, that that's coming up here. T.I. is viral on TikTok. He's, he was viral on TikTok for music. Mm. Now he's trying to do my sketch comedy. And uh, it's not firing. If I was T.I., I would hire a professional to write some jokes for me. No, it's not even about the writing. It's the delivery. To, to learn from. Remember when Will Smith tried to be a stand-up comedian? Yeah. Granted, it was for a TV show, but even he was like, ah, this is the hardest shit I've ever done in my life. It's, 
it's difficult. People have told me because I crack jokes on a podcast or on radio or I write a funny caption on Instagram. Like, damn, you know, you should try stand-up comedy. I'm like, you, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. That's a compliment. But I, uh, I do not have the skill level to be able to do that. Maybe I, if I spend years trying to develop it, maybe. But stand-up comedy is difficult, guys. Um, he, he posted on his Instagram, embracing every part of the process, enjoying every step of the journey. We don't fold, we fight. So, you know, he's defiant to the end. <laughs> How quickly is the end coming? <laughs> Let's place bits. How much also, longer? I don't, it's hard for me to feel bad. He's a rich dude who's trying out a hobby. It's not working out great for him. He can do something else if he doesn't want it. Like whatevs, you know what I mean? So I don't feel bad for him. So yes, by all means, clown him. But clown him for being bad at comedy, not for trying something new. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. he should do something new. Um... Uh, I've got two more Gagaga stories, Philip. Uh, first of all, congratulations to our Queen Faith and Kids. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, On her nuptials, she got married. Wait, what, 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 what? She got married. She got married. Uh, she got married to a wealthy businessman, apparently, by the name of Njuzo Njilo. Nzuzo, Nzuzo Njilo. Nzuzo Njilo. Something like that. Private wedding ceremony of the weekend. She was looking stunning as she always does. Look at look at look at her dancing there, Philip. Isn't that beautiful? Oh, lovely. Lovely Faith. Wait, wait. Something doesn't sit right with me seeing Queen twerk, not not twerking. Is she off the streets? Is this what you're saying? Well then let's close the streets. No disrespect, Queen. Um someone else who got married this weekend. Hmm. Uh Zimbabwe's favorite, my TT. I've decided to mention her because, as I mentioned in a previous story, I actually know her. I didn't realize that I, I know her from before she was my TT. So um, it was a, a much talked about wedding. It was all over the news. It was, it's actually quite ridiculous how newsworthy the story was. So my TT, for those of you who don't know, who don't know my TT is one of the most um, talked about social media celebrities in Zimbabwe. She's in the same... Group of people as Madam Boss, Comic Pasta, Phil Chad, Tatelicious, I guess. I don't know. Um, basically got famous by creating uh, comedy skits on Facebook. Um, grew hundreds of thousands, if not already at a million. I don't know if she's reached a million on her Facebook. Uh, Madam Boss has. But anyway, yeah, she got very, very famous on social media because of those skits. Now she's a celebrity. And then she stays in the news because of scandals, beef. She had a huge beef with uh, Madam Boss. She had a beef with Tatilishas. She had beef with loads of different people. Um, anyway, so she had her wedding this past weekend. And it was all the news outlets were there, all the blogs, all the whatever, whatever. And they just couldn't get enough of this 100,000 US dollar wedding. Mm. Those are all the headlines. Inside my TT's 100,000 US dollar wedding. I don't have 100,000 US dollars. Mm. I wish I did. Mm. So it's a lot of money. Mm. But is it enough for it to be front page news on every article? Then we're living <laughs> in a failed economy. 100,000. I mean, it's a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. She she was balling out. but <laughs> I, I think it is balling out. So uh, let me put, uh, you know, like sometimes it's like the frog in the boiling water. And sometimes we get so divorced from reality. Not even yeah, to a certain reality, but just how bad things are. So, like for example, we just mentioned that 
um, Fogelistic got a $4,000 tip. Yeah. And you remember the last time when Makadzi came, before the Jam Afro, yep. um, she was promised to be paid double. Yes. Yeah. But $4,000 to a working professional. They are qualified graduates in middle management positions who will not even gross $4,000 in a year. But they have jobs. Middle in, management. In Zim, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a friend who was visiting and they extended their stay by a couple of days. They were staying at an Airbnb and they extended their stay a couple of days. And then the maid came and the maid passed this, this offhand comment and she didn't really process it at the time. She was like, I'm going to marry Stay here and your salary. And then she was like, Phil, what, what did she mean by that? And I had to break it down. I was like, yo, do you know that if a maid is lucky, like a maid that's being paid well is earning about $100 a month. Where you are staying is $100 a night. Can you imagine what that feels like knowing that for 30 days you're taking home 100 bucks, but you have to serve people who spend your monthly salary every night. That's how big the, the, the disparity is in Zim. I say all that to say, $100,000. Ah, my guy. I would, be, I, would, I would be asking questions too. Like if I was at that wedding, I'm still. I'm going. To, I'm going. To, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm leaving with something. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm going with Tupperware. I'm leaving here with something. I'm going with Tupperware. I'm going with a duffel bag. I'm like ah, we'll put it out. ah, Performing at her wedding was Kelly Kumalo. Okay. Okay. Lovely. lovely. Yeah. 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 Uh, she got married to. I think she received. I didn't fully follow the story, but uh, she got married to a guy named Tinashe Maposa, who apparently. He had applied for leave from his job in the UK to come marry Ian Zim and his leave was denied. And he was like, I'm going to go anyway. Mm, real niggas do real things. So I think she posted something along those lines just to be like, you know, true love, you know, God always finds a way, blah, 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 blah. Something, so, something. so my question is, if he applied for leave, okay, wait, well, hold on that. Yeah, follow, I, know, I know what your question is, but well, follow if he, through. If he applied with, for leave, that means... The money he made to fund this. Well, I'm, okay, let's assume it's a shared. Let's, let's say 50 50. 50, 50. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, my DD brought in 50K. He brought in 50K. So, the 50K he got, I'm assuming, is from his salary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. So, the main source of your, your wedding funds is the job for which you were denied leave for. And then your wife raised her thumb at your employers, like, how dare you try and stop him? But we got married anyway. She said, uh, two weeks before our wedding, my husband was told you can't go again to Zimbabwe since he was there for a traditional marriage a few months before by his bosses, meaning he had to choose between his job and his wedding. He had already bought his tickets, everything packed, all set up, and never thought there was going to be any hiccup. My husband called me panicking, but I told him if this wedding is meant to be, it will be. Yeah, that- the wedding might mean <laughs> to be, but maybe his employment ain't. <laughs> that same week, I became very ill and got admitted in the hospital. I told him we can postpone to whenever your bosses allow you to return home. He kept telling me he, we will wed on the day we chose to wed. The stress, the pressure, what will people say? Especially those who never wished us well. All that was running through my mind. A couple of days after my husband called and said, I'm off to the airport, see you soon. I asked, what about your job, your bosses? All he said was, God is in it and love will always lead. 
Moral of the story, this relationship has been fought. This marriage has been fought. This wedding has been fought. But above all, as my husband had said and always say, greater is the one who is in us than the one who is in the world. Wait, greater is what? Look. Greater is the one who is in us. I was trying to... <laughs> that, is, that from, is, is that from a Bible or is that from Twitter After Dark? You feel this is a, uh, this is a celebration of love. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. A celebration of love and unemployment. A.K.A. Philistus. I, I promise I had paid zero attention to all of I didn't pay any attention until I met my teacher and she was like, Dan, you've forgotten me. I was like, it's you. So now I'm like, oh, okay, oh, okay, all right, okay, cool, 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 cool. Anyway, congrats. But uh, yeah, that was the big wedding of the weekend, Philip. My gaga stories are finished. Okay, Dan. Can we listen to music? We can actually. Wait, let me see. Do I, are there any more talking points worth discussing? Oh yes, the actually is, let's play some music and then we can it, it it ties into a story. So a week and a half ago, I, I think about two weeks ago, um this song became the most shazamed song in the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As you know, Dan, that's a that's a, that's a big metric. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a, that's, a, that's a most shazam, that's something people are hoping for, yeah. Yep. I mean, like, um, feels feels like that at that pleasure just a few weeks ago after going viral. Finesse. So, the song here. Kwaku killer don't lie when I say I did it, I did it, I did it, I did it. Big stars, big cash, my way, but still I fumble it. And I want it. Till I can't believe, but I can't blame myself for the dish. I knew man, there was born for the dish. Of course, I fed up. Who never fed up hands in the air? No hands. Till I can't believe. You know what I mean? I was young, what you expect from me? It is what it is. But I keep going, no. More like a rolling stone, cause I have no stopping time. Can nobody stop a man? Oh, I keep going, no. So what you guys are listening to is a song called uh, Kwaku the Traveler by Black Chef. He's a Ghanaian rapper. Great song. Um, the part that's gone viral on TikTok is the, of course, I messed up. Who hasn't? And then people have been posting like clips of when they make big mistakes. You know, like mm-hmm. it, it's almost like the African version of it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. So it's been, it's been doing really good. And um, ever since then, it's been nothing but disaster. <laughs> Why? So, the the first thing that came out is his former managers went did a YouTube um, an interview on YouTube, where they said that they signed over they signed a fifteen year contract and they were only paid five thousand dollars for two songs. It sounds like what they signed was a licensing deal, not a record deal. But because details are so scant and music reporting in Africa is so bad, it's hard to know what that is. So there's that. And then earlier this week, um, an injunction was was filed by um, Sheriff's former manager um, asking for him to not be allowed to perform the song because it's in dispute and he's violated the agreement. Uh, keeping in mind that Black Sheriff has a collaboration with Burner Boy um, set to be released soon, but now that's in limbo because of all these new recent legal troubles. So, it's sad, but hopefully um, it's managed to be resolved. But it's just weird how quickly things went from great to sad. 
the importance the importance ladies and gentlemen of keeping in mind the contracts and legalities of your music all right so i wanted to share some of the new songs that have come out please apologize please my apologies i wasn't uh, on the ball as much as i should be um let me see if i can find oh my god if you want to look i can, I can play songs while you look for yes 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 please I, so I really my main song. man my main man your super recently dropped his new album called the net dominance origins and then are you familiar with francophone amapiano no <laughs> well you're about to La nouvelle école est de l'ancienne On cogne et on foque ce qui renseigne La police contrôle et nous encercle Je rappe pour les mots mais mes ancêtres Album sur iPhone et sur vinyle Je kiffe sur ton corps et ton feeling Il n'existe pas de mauvaise fin Quand c'est mauvais ça veut dire que c'est pas fini Mais qui sera là dans ma descente Et qui sera là si je déchante Comme disait Tuxag à la légende Les gens n'aiment pas les gens mais aiment l'argent des gens Ghetto à place Vendôme Negro Rolls Royce fantôme J'arrive dans tes rêves sans dire bonsoir J'alterne la lumière et le bon char eh, Arma piano Arma piano Chain, 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 chain. What you got for us there, Danny? All right. Um, the song I was looking at, I still haven't found. But in the meantime, there's another one to play for you. Um, would you like to hear a song by Brief, by our favorite, K-Chaps? Of course, let's do it. It's called Yo Chizana. Mm. It's, uh, yeah, just check it out. Oh, actually, I, oh. I, I missed this. I was supposed to. I I'd line this up, and I I forgot to get to it. Actually, yeah, yeah it, it came out uh, in a week that we weren't playing any music. So yeah. Kinda boy. Is it Gadi Chechens? And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Is this a PSA? Miri Jonga Hatidi So, uh, yeah, clearly this is an uh, anti-GBV song um, Supported by USAID Zimbabwe Girls Zimbabwe In partnership with Childline and the Musasa Project mm. So it was close to Chechens 
And I mean, it's not bad. You know, like for a song by Brief, we know how he's talking about how difficult it is to land one. Do you know, do you know which line in Shona just always hits me? Wapindwane. It just sounds so like... Wapindwane. <laughs> Funny enough. <laughs> Look, this is the first tweet I saw when I when I opened my Twitter. What? Mm. <laughs> All right. Um, this is a song that uh, the video for this song just dropped. Um, the song itself is a couple of weeks old already, but I don't think we played it when it first came out, and I really like it. Poptane and Herman. Speaking of which, her, his name really should be Herman. That's cool. If your name's Herman, then you make your like music name Herman. Don't you think that's cool? I think yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Poptain and Herman with the song Tora Ombe Tim Yokosa. I like it. Nice one, Poptain. Nice one, buddy. Um, there's some new songs as well from uh, the likes of King 98, Confused. Ooh. Um, did, I, did I play Fire Emoji for you, Philip? No. This is, it's a surprise hit in Zim. So when it first came out and I heard it, I was like, oh, I mean, it's kind of a cool song and all, but, you know. Uh, but it's, it's, it's become like the surprise radio hit. It's by Leo Magoz and Blink4 and Brian Jack. Okay. You see. Then uh, it's called uh, Fire Emoji. Check it out. Branche, branche, kundis. So that guy, Leo Magoz, this song came out two months ago. And just like little by little, it's just become a huge hit. Well, he's just put out his uh, follow-up single. His song is called Mgomo. Just came out this week. Yeah. 
Leo Magos, the bees and Bev City it's called Mugomo. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's okay. that's what's that's what's new in Zim right now. All right, all right, all right, all right. So I I just got sent an artist a Zimbabwean artist who seems to do some 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 gospel rap but he also does some 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 secular music. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh do you want to do a blind listen on the show then? Uh do you trust his the, the whoever sent you the the music? Let's find out. If, let's find out if they're worth a damn. Let's keep ahead a little bit here. It's from an artist called a boy named the boy named Simba. Let's see what he's about. This breath, borrowed and stolen, is more than enough gale to tell you you can't break me. Come on, man. Enough to change destiny and rewrite it no. at the same time. And if- too much. If there's one thing I know for sure, it's that I know nothing. Is it hot or not? Send us your ratings. Uh, Pump it or a dump it. What <laughs> or not? Is it a jam or a germ? It's a real thing. <laughs> uh, someone's going to clap us. One day we're going to say the wrong thing to the wrong person in Jazarua. Um, I watched Abbott Elementary on your recommendation. What did you think? Great show, love it, love what it. What did I tell you? What I'm did about. I, tell you? I think I'm about six, seven episodes in. Yeah, actually, we haven't done a TV segment in a while. How are you finding Moon Knight? I've watched two episodes. The first episode, phenomenal. The second episode, I enjoyed how it continued, but it was uh, like, yeah, it's yeah. kind of like, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see. I think episode three is out right now. Huh? Yeah, yeah, it should be out as we're recording. So I, I'll, I, I'll, I'll watch it this weekend. I, I've been catching up on Billions. Yo, it's fallen off so bad. Billions and Snowfall. No, say it ain't so. The the fall off is bad. For which one? For Snowfall. <laughs> Snow, Snowfall. <sighs> I, I'm waiting. I'm excited to binge watch. Wait, have you started Snowfall? Yeah, I watched I watched first two, two and the first three seasons. First two seasons. Yeah, the first four seasons of Snowfall are good. Then I don't know what's going on this season, bro. I don't know what's going on this season, but it's bad. Uh, what has I been watching? Oh, Winning Time. That's, that's that's really good. I've been getting into that. That's a really good show, especially if you're a basketball fan. Winning Time is real good. Have you watched Yellow Jackets? I heard the ending was really bad, so I didn't bother. No. I, I, it was such an intriguing concept. I thought I'd enjoy watching it. Um, I might. I might if I get time, but I haven't had time yet. 
yeah. Apart from that, I haven't watched much. I I, I will be honest with you guys. I'm the, yeah, I'm struggling with time. Eh? Mm. I need a. I, need I haven't a, even had time to watch uh, Batman yet. It's it's only three hours of your day. <laughs> I'll go, I'll go. No, the thing is, I was actually gonna go um, this past week. Then I realized school's closed. I was like, damn it, poor timing. All right, listen, we're going to get out of here. It's uh, an uh, end, I guess, of our podcast. And uh, thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, you can support us on Two Broke Twimbos. All you have to do is go to twobroketwimbos.com forward slash donate. There are several options for you there, including what we believe is the best way for you to support us, which is signing up to the Patreon. You become a Two Broke Twimbos patron. Some of the benefits that come to you is the knowledge and satisfaction of knowing you're supporting some of our uh, your creative podcasters. But also we will add you to the Two Broke Trimbo's patrons group where we have some great conversations about everything that's going on. A lot of the things we talk about on here come from the patron group and also other things that don't come onto this uh, podcast there in the patrons group. Otherwise, we don't feel like holding back any content from you. So the full mm. podcast Actually, is we, we got to do a follow-up then. So last week, we well, I raised some concerns about the ASAF release. Yeah. How do you think it's gone so far? I saw him on, I can't remember which playlist. But he was on a... No, he was playlisted on all the playlists I expected him to be on. Yeah. So that, that, that's a good thing. Um, I think that was the baby. He was on the A. Dotty show. I was like, okay, that's good. That's good look. That's mm-hmm, good look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he had been by then, by when we did last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I know no, he's... the A. Dotty show drops on Wednesday. We record on Wednesday. What? Okay, maybe maybe I'm mixing up days. Then... um. Can't remember uh, anything else he's been. I think he's. I think he was on something else in South Africa. I don't know what. But I mean, on the on on the overall, it, I mean, it's satisfactory, adequate, mm. in my opinion. Yeah, okay, okay. It's adequate. But I think the song itself is a good song, but not a uh, introduction a of a brand. Yeah, it's not, not like introduction of the brand new label mate. It's a good song. I like it though. I, I playlisted it in my own playlist. All right, all right, all right. Well, um, shout out to ASAP and all the best, man. All the best. Also, see, he's at, he's at Vic Falls. I'm going to Vic Falls. Hey, there's so many things, Philip. <laughs> I just want to sleep. I don't. <laughs> I know what you mean. Hey, sad. This, this, yeah. I just need to sleep. I'm so tired. There, there's uh, Gemma's. She's launching the girl, yeah, go yeah. from Harare tour. She, she sent me, send me that. So we'll be there. We'll be there in full force. Um, and then I've got a lot of other projects. Oh, I've got so much. <laughs> There's too much. Guys, please help support the podcast so we can hire, hire staff because we're so tired. But no, no, but we love you still. And that's why we're doing this podcast. Yeah, we'll continue you. to do the podcast. We just need people to lighten the load. Um, also, it has not escaped our notice that there seems to be a ballooning, an explosion, if you will, of Zimbabwean podcasts. We welcome the... the a rising tide lifts all ships, especially when the influx is Cuck, because it lets us rise to the top. So, you know, the more podcasts, the better. Um, yeah, so bringing the podcast, but all these podcasts are interview style, you know. And I realize there's a lot of people, We, w- I don't think we would ever sit here and interview Scott. Yes, that blank look on your face, you see. Or are we ever going to sit here and interview Passion Java? No. So it's okay. There must be a podcast out there that does that. that you know? Yeah, you've got to feed different sectors of the market. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I saw I saw Zim Celeb started their own podcast interviewing El Gringo. I have no idea who the hell that is. <laughs> who is El Gringo? <laughs> I don't know. So, but it's got uh, do you a lot of... Do you think Batisan is getting paid? By what? I think Batisan is hosting the Zim Celeb. Oh, yeah, yeah. Celeb. I'm sure he's getting paid. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's getting paid. 
Okay. So, V Candy has her. No, I don't think. So, the other thing that people need to stop conflating is if your show exists on YouTube and only on YouTube, it's not a podcast. It's the, a show. The lines are blurred, Philip. No, but as time a, moves on, the lines get more and more blurred. No, no, but then I can't add your show to my pocket, my podcast app, so it's not a podcast. I hear you. No, <laughs> and even v, like with Ms. V Candy, I don't think that's a podcast. That's a show. Yeah, that's, v, a, that's, that's a YouTube that's a show. show. That's a show. But, okay, if we were to use technical definitions of podcasts, even the word podcast itself is not a... Jeremy, it's like, it, it's like an informal word of an iPod broadcast. You know what I mean? It's not a... These are, the definitions for all these things are so loose and fluid that, I mean, I suppose it could mm. be a podcast. Mm. So it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Welcome, guys. Please. Actually, we are happy to help. If someone needs help for podcasts, we charge a very modest um, mentorship fee. And we can mm. help you start yeah. a podcast. Yeah. And I, I'm not even being cocky. But outside of us and Sutton in the morning, I don't think any of these guys have business models. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I did see some advertising on some of them, but um, cool. You know, do your thing. The more podcasts, the better, in my opinion, because the good thing with podcasts, they're on demand. You can you can literally have multiple. They, you don't take anyone else's. We're not competing. We're supporting. So indeed, indeed. For, for those of our patrons who are worried that there's so many podcasts coming up, we embrace it and we are happy and we want to see more podcasts, which means more people get into podcast culture, which means more people look for podcasts. It's great. Indeed, indeed, indeed. All right, boys and girls, thank you very much. We'll catch you in the next episode. Uh, you got something for us to sign out with? Actually, no, I, I emptied my barrel. <laughs> okay, Wait, I, 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 do. Can, I can, but I, I wanted to pl- close with like a local item. Yeah, yeah, okay, I'll close it with something. Do you have something? Um, it's going to be Future Dad, insert the, art, the artist in the title here and then put this on. Hope you enjoyed, guys. Well done. All right, so we'll catch you. I was actually going to say... Um, I've got some new music. I just don't have it. Yeah. Uh, in fact, you know, what, let me save it for next week. But I got sent some new music um, by a few a few acts. Some South African, some Zimbabwean. But let me save it. All right. Oh yeah. By the way, I feel like we were a little guys. That Brian K and Young DLC collaboration is dope. <laughs> yeah. And, and shout out, three- shout out to Brian. K. I'm not going to blob your spot, but Brian K and DLC have secured one of the most impressive business moves I've seen in a while. Shout out to y'all, man. I even have to call him up. I was in a meeting and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I know this name. <laughs> well done, guys. You, you, I'm a daddy, sir. All right, guys, we're getting out of here. We're going to sign out with the thing that future Dan is going to put here. All right, we, don't, we out. <laughs> All right, so the song we're going to end with is from Tina Masawi. It's a brand new song that just came out along with the video. It's called Issues featuring Mutual Beats. Shout out to Tina Masawi, based out there in Spain, doing her thing. Uh, check it out. You didn't think it through.